This is Poor Vision. This is our good Sunday. I have today with me, I have my co-host today. Will be my sister, Kelly. Hello, everyone. (laughs) You sound as scared as hell. (laughs) Scared. It's okay. It is okay. These folks are not... I don't. I don't know about you. I don't know. Ask you like the most retarded this question, and like you go. I am scared. Oh man! The nice Kelly Tanner in the building, reporting live from Fortnite, Arkansas, with my little broski, Jacory. See, look, it went fine. (laughs) Yeah, it went fine. (laughs) It could have went so terrible, you know. All right, you got the floor. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you know. But so, how's it? How's your good Sunday going for you today? It's going good. Went to church. Got up. Went to church. My baby was here to visit me from college, and then she headed back out maybe about an hour or so ago, thirty minutes to an hour ago. Oh yeah, see, yeah. I never understood a kid that went home for college. I already told myself I was there. I I told my grandma one time. I said, yeah. She said, did Austin come back and visit? He said, actually, one time, she's like, did Austin come back and visit his mom? And then we kind of like, I wouldn't. <laughs> she was like, what? I was like, I would not. She said, you, so you wouldn't come back and visit me? I'm like, mama, we just spent 18 years together. 18. <laughs> 18 well, I, years. I would like to think that. Then we got I FaceTime now, too? It's crazy. A no. solid, heartfelt place in my daughter's Christmas. life that she loves coming to visit me, sir. Yeah, uh, no, nah, you, look, I'm telling you the things that they would get from me as a kid if I was in college. Christmas? <laughs> maybe Thanksgiving. I really don't celebrate Thanksgiving like that, but that's another story, but... Then why not? That is the best holiday in the world, and it's cel- in I, November, which is my birthday month. What is wrong with you and Thanksgiving? I don't celebrate Thanksgiving like that. Like, to why? Me, celebrate Give me thang- a reason. Celebrating Thanksgiving to me, to me, Mm-hmm. It's a little bit like celebrate. I gotta hear this. It's like celebrate a mass murder to me. Oh my god! Just to me, just to me. I know everybody else don't feel that way, but like, I understand. You know the thanksgiving to God. Like, I understand that part. It's just like could us Christian black folks just move the day to the twenty sixth? Like just just the one day over. Like just like what those indigenous people went through on that day. We cannot forget it. Like. Can't throw it under the rug and be like, you know what, Christopher Columbus? No, he was a terrible man. <laughs> terrible man. Terrible man. Corey, you are too smart for your own good. Well, man, like, bro, like, look, look, terrible guy, man. Terrible guy, bro. Like this dude was terrible. He, no, I can't. I can't. I can't I'm not gonna let my people down. <laughs> I might not be no part of an indigenous person, but I'm just saying, like, no. Mm-mm. Can't let that go. Can't let that slide. You know? Oh, no. I'm just not a technical person in regards to Thanksgiving. I just love the holiday of Thanksgiving. I guess because it's in my birthday month. Sure. It was when I always remember my family getting together and having big, you know, dinners and stuff like that. So I guess it just stuck with me that it was just super important. Don't feel bad. My grandma feel the same way you feel about it. She's like, dude, it's just, don't, don't celebrate that reason. I'm like, it's hard not to celebrate and not think about it. For me, it just, you just, should not think about it. You ain't got to be technical like that. You could just think about the the part of giving thanks to God 
for life, health and strength, for family members that are still them alive. People, yeah, but them people was like food, home, shelter, whatever. You ain't got to think about all of that, Jacory. I, I do though. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard. It is so. I'm, I'm sorry. It's so hard to be like. You know what? <sighs> you know. Forget about you know. I didn't, like because yeah, I, I bygones be bygones. Yeah, I can't let bygones be bygones because I'm like I'm just sitting there thinking like at the table one time I literally told my grandma this I was like I just wonder what Indian I mean I just wonder what Native American people think during this day like are they just like celebrating this or like or do they just go on by their day because I really because like I had like that's a group of people I don't have a friend of that race like fully blood right. Native American right. so I don't know right. what they do on that day. Like I got a friend that's uh from the Middle East, and he says sometimes, you know, he said I'm not, you know, I'm, he said on 9/11 I am scared sometimes. I was like, I can feel you on that. I can feel you on Absolutely. that. Absolutely, I can feel you on that. I'm like, even though you didn't do anything wrong, but I can feel. I know you. I I get that hate 11 months out the year. You, you know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they leave me alone for February, so you know. <laughs> yeah. Like every year, I just sit there and tell myself, you know, to survive another, you know, until February. I'm good. So, question: Are you are you having um, more racial problems up there versus down here? Or no, no, I wouldn't say I wouldn't. So, so I own racist problems. So like, I would say, like on the on like the getting the job aspect, no. Okay. I'm like, I can still feel the tension when I walk in the rooms. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's, I don't feel like that's never going to go nowhere unless I just like go back to Africa. Like, I don't feel like that's the, like the only place I walk in. They'd be like, oh, okay, cool. And <laughs> where everybody else, they like, ah. they're like, oh, is he one of those? Like, what is those? <laughs> And in question, and everybody that you're pretty much around, they know you're in a relationship with a white woman. Yeah, and yeah, like they, I, I, I hope so because I'd be like, dude, like, cause, so like where I work at, probably mm-hmm. it's like it's maybe three of us there, but like we all work different shifts. Like some, like I'm, I may not see one of the other dudes for a couple of weeks because the way our shifts work, but it's like I think it's like right. three of us. I think it's like three of right. us. But yeah, he even said it like he when I started working, he's like. Damn, bro. He's another one of us, man. Come on. This is what I'm talking about. He says only three of us, but you know. Let's form a union. Let's <laughs> only three of us, though. You know, so February. So he said, he, I was like, so February. Real talk. He said, February, I will not feel alone. February, we will not feel alone in there. You know, he said, at one point, I was the only person here, bro. You know, February is real weird for me. You know, everybody's smiling at me this all month. I'm like, yeah, I've been that guy. I hated that. Being the only black person at the place, man. Like, it's like when February comes, like, it's, I don't know if, like, the, how you feel, mm, how you call it? You don't say, like, the apologeticness in white people just comes out so thrillingly. Like, they just want to, <laughs> like, they want to say, I'm sorry for shit that they, they, they weren't even there to see. Like, you weren't even there to see this. Like, it's, it's okay. I know that. <laughs> it's like, they all just want to go, I'm so sorry, Ja'Cory. Like, no. Do they do that? Do some of them do that? Yeah, some of them feel like they have, like they, like you know, like like, they they do a little extra. Like I might get a like when February comes, certain certain jobs I've had, like I might have got a raise during that time, and I just didn't know it. 
Oh, shit. Like, real talk. Like, I'm being real. Like, I swear to God. I, I, I was like, oh, shit. I got a little extra on my check this month. I was like, hmm, it's February. Hold on. You can just give me a Black History Month raise. It's crazy. Like, I mean, hey, you can't complain for so the increase. No, I mean, no, when up it came. No, no, I'm not. <laughs> not going to complain about it. But you know, y'all could. Oh, but then I have worked for those jobs, you know, that just give out pizza parties. I hate those still. Yeah. I hate, I hate yeah. them jobs still. I like, think we all have had those jobs. And that's sucks. Like, and white people, like, you you don't get the recognition, you just get the pizza parties. Like, no, nah, you, you minded your core. You were, you were top sales this month. Go some pizza. <laughs> Here's a pizza party. <laughs> No, nigga, the money you spent on this party, put it on my check. You could have gave me a raise for that. Thank you. They're like, nah, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, I Pizza. totally agree. Totally Pizza, agree bro. on that. Matter of fact, I was just talking about that last month, and I see, I, it's funny when I see all those Instagram memes or, like, videos and stuff where people are making fun of jobs, and they're always talking about, we don't want the pizza party, we want the raise. Yeah, give us a raise. Like, give us a raise. Points. Give us a raise. <laughs> Especially, cause I'm gonna tell you a group of a group of people that don't get their respect though. Like like people that work in sales, you work at Target, Walmart. I just know like the shit you gotta hear on a like I get I give people that work at Walmart like I give them like. Ooh, hold on. I think. But yeah, like the people I really feel like should get like a real pat on the back of people that work at Walmart because like that job. Oh, yeah, Walmart's horrible. Horrible. They're horrible to their employees. Horrible. You know, you know like I see, but I do see why people at Target be having smiles on their face. Cause I was like, y'all ain't got to Like most people that go to Target don't bring their screaming ass kids in there. I see that. I was like, <laughs> damn, I have a smile on my face too if I had no fucking baby screaming. Like, dang, man, like, because like, I was literally, me and my wife have been in Walmart before, and I was like, I'm going to count how many times I hear a screaming kid. Even if it's the same kid, it still counts as another scream. <laughs> I got up to 50, and I was only in there for like 20 minutes. I was like, how the fuck did I get to 50? Like, that's crazy. There's 50 cries I've heard while I've been in there. I was like, man, this dude probably been working at 12. He got to hear you crying. Man, it ain't... Then I, but then I also, I also give a pat on the back to the parents that have four kids, and you, you go in there with all four of them, you're like all four of them, like you really wanted to torture the shit out of us with four fucking kids, like you asshole, like you're. Oh yeah, I commend commend anybody with more than one kid because my my kid, my one kid took me down through there, so. I, I, I always, can only I always just imagine people that have more than one kid, and, and I'm talking about like one mom raising more than one child but every I, day. But I, always, day. But I always thought about this too. You know, you people with one kid, I always thought about this. I'm like, y'all got a lot of fucking questions to ask her all the time. Like, all the time. Like, they ask you the questions. Never, you know, like, <laughs> they always, actually, always talking to you. Like, you always got to talk to this one person. This one person you have to talk to. Like that was the point yes. period my grandma didn't have to talk to me. She just seemed to be like, go ask your brother. And <laughs> like you couldn't say that. <laughs> you could not say that. And I was like, man, like I know. Sometimes you're like, damn, baby. Do you and let shut me tell down? you something. She was very inquisitive. No, very. Like, asking questions. I was like, I know the dumbass questions. I was asking my grandma. I was just like, think about Goofy one key. Questions. Like one it would be key. cute, but then it'd be like, oh Lord, girl. But 
and then she wanted siblings, but I just, you know, she wanted siblings later. But at first, when she was like three or four, she was like, Mama don't have no more kids. So I took to that and I was just like, well, dang, you know. And then I'm going to tell you the truth. Like deep down inside, I had my little, you know, woes about having more than one kid or whatever. And because I had such an awful experience with my baby daddy and the co-parenting stuff, it really took me down through there. Plus, I had an awful experience having her. Like I almost died having her. And so that was scary. And so I didn't want to actually go through because I had a great pregnancy. But then when I went in with her 12 hours, we had to have emergency C-sections because we was both about to die. You know what I'm saying? So that was scary on top of everything else. And then just the co-parenting woes in life, period, trying to feed one kid in this economy was crazy and struggle enough. Like having to feed more than one, hats off to the moms with two and three kids. That's all, like, real talk. I, I tell people this. Yeah, I know other folks going to look at this and be like, Jacob, it's fucked up, but whatever. Uh, to the people that started scamming, uh, thank y'all. Because y'all really gave a lot of uh, jobs to the uh, parents and stuff. Because like, I know like some scamming parents right now. Because I was like, bro, you got six kids. And you can't... Like I told somebody, they was like, man, I, you know, I just don't see somebody making it I right, say things. You got four kids. You didn't plan. Nobody plans on having four kids. I'm sorry. Nobody in their right mind was like, you know what? The 40s. <laughs> no. Yeah. One. One, one of them was an accident. One, Keep uh, one of them. Yeah. Two of them. You got four. Three of them was that. You had. Two. You wanted. You, you wanted one of them. But you, yeah, the other yeah. three, you was like, you don't want to kill no baby. That's probably what you told yourself. But look, but it's like I told somebody that says no. It's no way that a parent makes it. Of I said, there's no way that a parent makes it when they're like this of one job. Like you having like to make it and having kids, even two parents, two both of y'all can have a job. One of y'all gonna have two jobs. I'm sorry. One of y'all gonna have two jobs. I think I think it can happen if you're both, you know, set up in a in a good, you know, yeah, job like, for both of you. Yeah, like but, if you but, have two, like let's just say you have two teachers raising children. They probably, with their income together, having about two or three kids, they might could be okay without having an extra job. It's or, great. you know, like it's if you had a teacher or somebody in the medical field or something like that, because you make a lot of money in the medical field, depending on what you do. Yeah, and but it, it depends to me, though. So, I mean, I feel like you could, but I feel what you're saying, because, like, yeah, especially one parent household, no, yeah, somebody got to work about two or three jobs, time. for sure. Like, I, I was like, yeah. I used to feel, I used to feel like, tell people, man, you shouldn't shame folks for selling drugs. Having these, I was like, bro, think about all those, all those kids, bro. I mean, I know I know somebody for sure that had to make it, they had to get it how they live. By any to, means like, real talk, because like, I tell folks all the time, you never know. Like, I'm going to tell you this, though. Like, a rapper said this on a song once, but like it is a true fact. Can I sit there and ask my I asked, uh, older homies and everybody else? Since I was like, he was like, yeah, nobody wakes up in the morning that sells drugs and says, you know what? I want to sell crack. Nobody does that. Like, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you gave that man another playbook, he'd have took it. I'm telling you, he took another option. He'd be like, yeah, this one sucks. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It depends because you know, if you come from a household where everybody's a drug addict, or somebody sold drugs, or 
whatever the case may be, sometimes we're raised by our, our environment. Oh, yeah. And but I'm just saying, this we is what I repeat the cycle. But I'm just saying, this is why I've heard this from homeboys that I'm talking about, like, mama with the crackhead, daddy sold drugs type thing. He was like, yeah, bro, like, if someone would have, like, showed me how to be a lawyer, my man, he said, bro. Right, you would have done something. Different. He said, "I've done something else." He said, "If I got shown something else, I'd probably been." He said, "I've done something different." Absolutely, absolutely. But then, like, I'll be like, "Yeah." But even there's certain, there's certain things in my life, like I tell anybody, like my 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 life wasn't horrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, but there are certain things that I feel like my environment raised me in. I feel like yeah. that goes for everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I would have been shown something different, would have done something different. God. Period. I mean, a friend was having a conversation the other day. He was like, asking, he was like, yeah, Jacor, you know, if that incident where you stole all the phones from school wouldn't happen, would you just still play football? I told him I had to be real with him and, like, kind of hurt him to hear this. I was like, bro, I'm going to tell you something, though. I like, even though I was a big guy, I really didn't like playing sports like that. He's like, why? He said, I said, dude, like, think about what I did while I was out there. I was on there trying to hurt y'all. I said, dude, that was an anger outlet. That was what I was using that for. I said, I was really out there trying to break y'all necks. Like, real talk, when I was slamming y'all and stuff, bro, I was just getting all my pain from the week beforehand out on y'all. I was like, yeah, I just wait to the field. Like, real talk, grandma, me and me and grandma got into it. I said, all right, I'm going to go to the field. As soon as they snap that ball, I'm on your ass. Like, I'm just going to do that. Like, it was, I, said, I said, it was an anger outlet for me. It was really about winning games. Was, I, real, I didn't care if we went. I, I did not care. For aggression me. from the week. Yeah, like, I was like, bro, I'm giving out my aggression from last week, bro. I gave two dams if we won that game. How many tackles did I get, though? Like, that is amazing. Like, man. Tell us how you really feel. Tell yeah, us real, how you really I was feel. like, bro, this is not, not. He was like, for real? I'm like, yeah, dude, I did not care. <laughs> I said, do you think about it? I said, y'all would cry sometimes when we lost games. I'd still be on the bus smiling. <laughs> Two damns. I just wanted to, like, what? I want to fold somebody up and have the ambulance come out there. That was amazing to me. I was like, Jesus. I got to do that a couple different times. I was like, yeah, this is cool. I said, yeah. Other than that, bro, I said, I ain't get too damn about playing sports like that, bro. I was like, it was just. I wasn't gonna say I didn't care. It was just, yeah. I didn't really. I like just like I had even NFL conversation with somebody one day, and it was like, you didn't want to go to NFL? Like, no. They're like, why? Like NFL dudes do something I don't never want to do. They're like, well, they take care of everybody in their families. I give it to them, dude. They take care of everybody. Until my uncle, I said, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. Mm, I work too hard for this just to give it all away. And I was just like, yeah, I don't want to do that. I I I, I want to take care of my immediate family, like, especially my grandma, my brothers, and them. That's it. Everybody else. Yeah, no. because once you get that kind of money, moochers are going to come out the woodworks. Family you ain't seen in a hundred thousand years. I'm talking about family you may not even know. You and me cousin, right? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm your cousin from Woot the Woot. No, I don't know. Absolutely. Like no, nah. like after hearing so many different stories, like um, like. One of the basketball players I used to look up to growing up was Mike Beasley. When dude did that interview and he told everybody that his mama stole twenty four million dollars from him. Oh no, his mother! I was like, wow. I know my grandma would never do that to me, but I was just like, that even but like, like me and a friend was talking about. He said, "Bro, this is something you might not want to hear, it, but has your mama had twenty four million dollars before?" I'm like, no, I don't think she have. He like, you don't know what she'd do with twenty four million dollars then. I'm sorry to tell you that. It's very true. He said, like, she, ain't, she ain't never had that before. So, 
What is she? And anybody, anybody's character can change from twenty four million. Yeah, only twenty five. She stole twenty four million. He made, you know, he said I made sixty in my career, but I'm like twenty four million. No, she took like she could have just, you know, I probably would forgave my mom if I got if I had sixty million dollars. She took one. I forget. I don't even say nothing about it. Twenty four. But, but don't steal from me though. Don't steal like, from me I though, though. But I, I feel like you wouldn't even be stealing at that point because like. I feel like the relationship me and my grandma have, it would be more like, like she would probably be in, in charge of some part of finance because she's good with money. I give her that. She's great with it. So why wouldn't I put somebody as family in that? Yeah. But I was like, 24? We're going to talk, bro. We're going to talk about this. Like, 24? Out of how much? How much money did he have when she stole 24? Uh, he, I think he would say he was up like 80 at that point. He's almost close to hundred. He said when she took that money, but he said he had to sit yeah. back and realize. He said that's all. Right. He said now he said I don't go out, bro. I don't party. He said I go. He said I go to the uh, to the gym, play basketball, go see my kids, go home. That's my day to day. I was like, bro, to have that type of money now because somebody broke your trust so bad that you don't even want to do nothing. You just like, ah, oh, let me save all this so my kids can have something. Yeah, it's like. I feel him though, cause it doesn't make you scared. Like, cause that's your own mama, person yeah. that gave you life. Yeah, she is like, she was just like, and a lot of people comment on it, like, oh, yeah, that ain't stealing. That's your mama, bro. Because it's your mama, it ain't stealing. She it. No, I need to know exactly why you needed it, and I needed you to ask me for it so I could and give like, it to you. Hey, he really, I don't think he didn't really go into detail like what she spent twenty four million. Like, she, it wasn't like, like, it wasn't like I thought. Like, I was gonna think like. Maybe she was spending, you know, this a largest amounts of money, you know, buying this, buying that. No, I'm like literally she was taking money from this man. That's what I'm saying. Like, where are the receipts of what you're spending this money yeah. on? I need receipts of everything that you did with twenty four million dollars. That's a lot of money. I was just like, because like, it, like after that, you know, a lot of other different stories came out. Because he had said that, that's when the comedian uh, Dane Cook was like, "Yeah, my brother stole one hundred forty million from me." I was like, "God." I like, come on, man. Like, we, like, yeah, I t- literally had to call my brother when I was like, hey, I still 24. I still 100 some million from you. I'm, what, what, what you gonna do? He like, oh, yeah, you gotta go. Gotta go. Gotta <laughs> yeah. Gotta, That's yeah. what I was saying, because it's grimy. That's yeah, so he grimy. was like, I, I, he was like, yeah. He was like, I didn't, he said, my brother had been doing my finances so long that I didn't even know the dude was stealing from me. I was like, dang, he said, it took for me to get a new accountant because I was moving to another place. For him to be like, hey, well, your brother been getting you. Yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, this is like, and that's why some people be like, oh, man, you ought to just put your, put your money in. Like, that's why I'll be hearing people talk about, you know, you got to put your money into a black bank. I'm like, eh. No, yeah. I ain't going to say that we don't yeah. steal from each other, though. I'm just not going to make the claim that we don't take from each other when right. we know we do that. So with that same aspect, I'm just sitting there thinking like, you know, what the, what should I do? But I don't know. I'm a, I'm a credit union person. I don't really like banks like that. I really go to a credit union. Cheaper. I'm at a credit union myself. There you go. We're going to go on to the next, you know. I'm going to go ahead and get your opinion on this. See how you say it. So how do you feel about oh, Jada? So how do you feel about Jada and her, uh, <laughs> and her book tour? <laughs> Are you seriously gonna talk about Jada? Yeah, we, we are. Are you ready for this? Yes, I really want to know okay. what you think. All right, if you ask, I'm gonna tell you. 
Um, okay. And this is from a woman's perspective. First of all, I want to start with the fact that she was grimy from day one because Will Smith basically told her, you coming to live with me in LA and they started this, you know, romanticizing the relationship and all of that. She left everything she had in Baltimore and came to be this man's woman after he got through with Cherie. Cherie left him. Which, first of all, I question her because why would you go to a man whose wife just left and divorced him? I would need answers. Why did you leave this man? What happened? Why you divorce him like that? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because sometimes you can tell a lot about why a woman is running away from a man. You see what I'm saying? Like, why was she so eager to get away from him? They had a child and everything. And they weren't married that long. So that's a red flag, number one. But number two, when he was so adamant about her coming there, she left all her stuff behind in Baltimore and moved to L.A. Then started being with this man, got pregnant, had reservations about marriage and all that or whatever. And I just feel like if you didn't really want it with him, why did you go? Why were you with him? So that's number one. I feel like she was guilty from the start because if you didn't really want that man, you should have never took his hand in marriage or he shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? You should have never did anything like that with him. I said, yeah. Yeah. Number one. Then number two, according to how she's telling the story in regards to Tupac, I feel like if that man did propose to her while he was in jail. Well, he didn't take it. So she said. I feel like she said no because she felt like it was a pity proposal, whatever. And when that man got out of jail, he was with Kadada Jones. Kadada Jones is Quincy Jones' daughter. He was engaged to her. They was about to be married. They was together for, I think, six months before he died. And I feel like she felt the way, so she felt like, okay, I'm going to go on here to make things work with Will because my chance with Tupac is shot to H-E double hockey sticks. Yeah. And I feel like she has made this man suffer for years because she secretly felt like she should have been with Tupac, even though she tried to make it all about a platonic friendship. Yep. 100% with you. My thing is this right here, though. This is another question I got to ask you. So since we're on that one. So. Yeah. All right. So me and a buddy was talking about it. He was like, yo, so how long your girl got the got the grieve of her ex dying? Like, I thought about it. I was like, Damn, that is a good question. Like, I know she, because I'm like, bro, you acting, you doing all this about this book. How did you act when he really died? Oh, I'm sure she was heartbroken. So she can't even talk about him half the time without crying. So yeah, so I'm just like, so how long does your girl have to grieve over her ex? I was just like, mm. I had a buddy of mine back in the day. He, uh, he, this is the situation where he had, uh. His girl went to, she didn't tell him. This brought up a big conversation between us. We talked and he was like, his girl didn't tell him one time. She had went to, her ex-boyfriend died and she went to his funeral and he got upset. Now, me looking on the outside, kind of a young kid at the time, I'm like, bro, like, nigga died, damn, you, like, you that damn cold-hearted, you didn't want to go see? Like, you know? Yeah. But then, I'm like, now me, now I'm thinking about it. Now I'm like, okay, now I get where he was coming from. Like, that would make me feel like, hey, you still got feelings for this nigga? Like, <laughs> like I don't care that he dead. I, I understand he dead. Like, you know, he dead. But, yeah, you know, sister flowers. That's it. <laughs> sister flowers, that's it. 
Then my partner. So you, so, feel like, so you feel like your girl shouldn't go to an ex's funeral? Hell no. Hell no, we ain't going. No, you did. And should not spend a whole lot of time grieving. Man, look, my, my yeah, so when the question was asking me, they was like, "How long?" I said, "She needs to be over by the time I get home." All right, you be, you better hide that oh, shit. Man, come on now, you gotta hide that, man. You gotta hide that. Cause I ain't gonna. One of mine died. I ain't crying. <laughs> I ain't crying, bro. She gone. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I dread sometimes ever reading on the news, Facebook or anything that somebody that I've ever had an intimate moment with a relationship with is dead. It's kind of scary. It's kind of sketchy. It makes me kind of cringe because I just be like, dang, you know, I don't want that on nobody. I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy. I ain't got to talk to you no more, but I don't want nothing bad to happen to you. But if I'm already over here living life in another situation, I don't think I would break down and just have no nervous breakdown or nothing. Absolutely not. No. And then, then after that, that's when the question comes. He was like, so what if you come home? She boo-hooing. I'm talking about in the bed sick. I ain't eating for days. I said, what? <laughs> I said, what? He said, bro, I'm talking about she miss work type shit. What you doing? <laughs> you she needs some time, my nigga. She needs some time. You need, you need Man, I gotta go. I'm leaving. You don't care about me. <laughs> you don't. Oh, I'm God. right here. That is a crazy. I mean, that's a sketchy and scary subject. Like, for talking, I'm like, bro, you're talking about boohooing. I'm talking about missing me. Miss. Ex wives, ex husbands, baby mamas, baby daddies. It's Honestly, very touchy. No, see, baby, yeah. see, see, then it jumped to that. I was, they was like, all right, so it, I feel like baby mama should be a different thing. Cause you know, how so? Cause I'm a baby mama. I want to hear this. I'm, like, so? I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I feel like for baby mamas and baby daddies, I feel like it should be a different. You got a child with them. You got now. You have to. You don't also have to console yourself about your baby mama dying. You now also have to console a kid. All right, your child about they now have a dead parent. Okay, you can I keep it one hundred in my situation with my co-parenting? You wouldn't. You wouldn't do that, huh? I. I was, I wanted the situation to be over so bad that I sometimes wished for bad things to happen here. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I can I can honestly say this because now I have been delivered from that and I have repented for it and I've gotten myself right with God and I don't have that hatred for him anymore. But because he was making things so hard for me to raise my child the way that I saw fit, the way God saw fit for me to raise her, I wanted something bad to happen to him. I really did. I'm not necessarily going to say that I wanted to pull the trigger, stab him in the, in the neck or anything like that. But I most definitely felt like if something happened, I probably would be cool. The only thing that would have hurt me was seeing my daughter yeah. cry and seeing my daughter be upset. But yeah, but I, I feel like I feel like on that aspect of you losing like your baby mama die, even if y'all is you know, I feel like you should feel some type of way. You know, you gotta, um, you know. I really don't think I would have. I really don't think I would have shed a tear, honestly. Just being honest. Shit. <laughs> Damn, man. I mean, we being one hundred, right? Nope. I can say that now. Now, now that I've come into a softer place in my life, I don't know. I don't know. I don't hate him anymore. I wish him the best. I just want him to be doing everything he's doing over there somewhere without me. But I can't honestly say or know how I would feel in regards to any ex, for that matter, dying now that I'm in a softer, nicer place. My heart is more. She's saying that. I'm not going to say that. I mean, I'm I'm a softer person now towards people. But look, 
any person out there Are listening. You really? Yeah, I would say that. But to all those, to all these people out here listening that I probably had intimate conversations, intimate relations with, bitch, die. Like I don't, I don't care nothing about you. I'm sorry to tell you that. I'm sorry. Uh uh-uh. uh. We ain't together for a reason. My, I, I got to this level of respect with my wife now for a reason. I feel like God put us together for a reason. So for the rest of y'all, kiss ass. Like I don't really give a fuck. I mean, I get that. I'm not the type of person that wants to hang on to you after the relationship is over. No, it didn't work. Let's not even fake the fuck. Let's move around. Peace. We out of here. I got my wife now. I'm cool. We good. Yeah, because I feel like if you really happy and solid in what you got going on, you're not going to worry about that last person or that person 10 years ago. And that's it. Whether you got kids with them or not, if you solid where you at, then nothing from your past should still trigger you. I, I, okay, I'm going to give you an example. I was dating a guy <laughs> and you know me. I'm crazy. So I was dating a guy. He came to a basketball game with me while Leah was still cheering. She's still in high school. He came and he saw his ex-girlfriend. Now we we were pretty fresh in the relationship, so it was kind of still new, you know, maybe maybe about six months or so in, if even that. I'm not even sure if we had actually established a relationship yet, but we were still very new and dating. So we're at the basketball game, and this is a Fortnite basketball game. This person sees his ex. I know of her. I've seen her. Been in been in different events around her. Didn't have a problem with her. Um, but he got antsy. He got antsy. He got fidgety. Like he was scared. That nigga was scared. He was something. He was still texting her. When I tell you, I was ready to dump him that night because I was like, first of all, what pissed me off was he asked me, could we move our seats? Now, mind you, I am a regular basketball cheer mom. I'm at these games probably every week. I'm not moving my fucking seat for you, boy. And I have a certain spot that I sit in. Thank you. What you're not going to do is come to this game and get bothered by seeing your ex-girlfriend and want me to move out of my seat. Have you lost your mind? I said, no, I'm not moving. If you have a problem, you can politely go home. That's how I felt about it. And I pretty much told him that after that, he was like kicking up the romanticizing the notch, you know, because he was like, I'm going to lose her because, yeah, because what you're not going to do is make another woman relevant to me. That's irrelevant to me. You know what I'm saying? If you that bothered, then you're not over her. And I need you to deal with that. You see what I'm saying? Just and like, they, didn't, they didn't have no kids together or nothing. They just had a relationship. And he like, was just like, I was, just like, just like, I was like, I told, I had a podcast couple partners that I had to deal with this problem right here. I was like, look, if you dating a girl, she got kids by a dude, and she, anytime he does anything, such as like, get a new relationship, get a new car, a new job, and that bothers the shit out of her, you need to leave that mother. You need to leave her now. You leave her now. Like, just, 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 just leave her. Just leave her now. You ain't nothing right now. But a pawn, and I'm, I'm talking about she is playing a chess game right now. And exactly. You're a pawn in it, bro. It's all you are in this relationship right now. And some dudes don't Ooh. see that. I'll be like, bro, you are a pawn in this. I'm like, bro, it, this man just got a new job and it bothers her. She can get more money for child support. That's just, she should be happy as hell, but it bothers her. I'm like, nah, bro, you need to go get a new one. You need to leave right yeah. now, today. You wait, no. And I and I and I did have relationships in regard in throughout 
um, raising the lid, but a lot of the times I was by myself because he gave me so much havoc about having a relationship. Like it bothered him more than it bothered me. Like he got married. I made peace with that. I was cool with homegirl. We were friendly. We were cordial. Nothing was a problem. The only problems I had with bonus mom was at the time that there were certain things that she would do for Leah, buy for Leah, allow Leah to do that her and my baby father would discuss and I was left out of the loop. And it would be something that I didn't agree with. Like, for instance, she was a certain age and she got acrylic nails and I wasn't okay with that. It was something I didn't want her to do, first of all, because of her age. She wasn't ready for that yet. And I didn't want her thinking that every time she look up, she's going to have some acrylic nails on because that's expensive. Mm-hmm. And you a child and you don't need that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I just had certain levels of how I wanted to raise her. And he just allowed her to take over. And then I felt disrespected because we had communication. We had each other's phone numbers and you didn't run this by me, ma'am. You know what I'm saying? So that would cause a problem, but I never would really just go to her. I stayed on his top and his neck and would cuss him out and almost go upside his head because at the end of the day, you're her father and you know how I feel about certain stuff and I've told you and you still allowed your wife to do X, Y, and Z and ABC. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's the only thing that we had a problem. Him being with somebody could care less. Hi, brother. Never bothered me ever. Yeah, now I me, just, when I got in a relationship and way. almost got married, he was bothered. Yeah. Bothered. So I don't know. Like I told, uh, I was telling partner this. I was like, his son don't call him daddy. He called his stepdaddy daddy, and he had told me he's like, you know, this should be bothering me. Well, I was just like, you know. I don't like being that person to a friend, but I will tell you if you're a fuck up. This is one of my things. I'm going to tell you. Like, you a fuck up. You a fuck up. Like, some people just, you know, some people ain't good at being parents. Like, you suck at it. And I had a problem. Is, is he a horrible father? I ain't going to say, like, you know, I, I, but, all right, his job keep him from being a better father. Like, if, you know, but it, who am I to tell a dude? I'm, like, this is what I, this is like I always tell him, like, you might look at me for advice, bro, but I ain't got no kids. One, I said, two, who the hell am I to tell you, like, hey, you need to spend more time with your kids? And then, like, yo, like, you, got a, you got a real job, bro. You got a real deal job. So who am I to just go, like, you know, you need to go, no, I'm not going to tell you that. Not at all. But, like, I like, but he was like, man, you know, that shit bother me. But I'm like, I said, you know, why though? I said, your son at the age where, you know, he doing basketball, football. They're better there every game. You know, you go to. And he was like, I was like how many games did you go to last year? He said, I probably was a three. I said, damn. I said, for your son to play basketball and football, I know he had a bunch of games. Like, bro, I'd be tired when I come on. I was like, look, you're going to have to be even tired. Yeah, you got to make them sacrifices. That's what we don't do. And then sometimes I hate it to say it, but sometimes as black parents, we don't make the sacrifices we uh, need to, to nah, show up for like, our nah, kids. Like, like, I, I, like, I even watched it even like, it never start repeating itself. I feel like some, like, like I got a lot of homeboys feel like this. They feel like as long as I keep buying stuff, I ain't got to show up to a basketball game. Absolutely not. I'm a, sh- I'm a living witness to that. As a person that grew up without a certain <laughs> parent, buying stuff did not matter. It was yeah. being there. Yeah, I'm God. Like, I, I already been there, bro. Then you bought me a new shoe, but like, 
which in some cases, like, I feel like some dude, like some parents can be there. Like, I, your dad a truck driver. This dude drive all over the United States. Like, he can't, he, he can't do it. Like, I, I, got, I got a homegirl. Like, her, she only saw her daddy at Christmas. Like, they, my mom, her and her mom and dad was, they were still married, but he worked on the pipeline. So she would sometimes not see dude for a while. No? Like, wow. Like, you only see, like, she said, like, sometimes I only see dude on Christmas. I'm just like, damn. She said, I talk to him all the time, but I only see him on Christmas. God, that sucks. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to deal with that. I was like, "Shit, fuck that." No. But then it's like, it's no, like, absolutely not. Like, but then, like, she was like, "Shit, I." She was like, which in some in some aspects, like she did, she took it as like, I I ain't gonna get to see him, but every time I need some, it's right there. It is right yeah. there. So she yeah. said, like, he might be absent, but he did this for me. I got hurt. She, I got hurt. He was right there. He, he, he did. He, he did leave. Something happened. He did leave. But if it wasn't going on, it man working. But then I'm like, all right. Well, you, you, you seen it as that. Well, other kids, I, I don't feel like a lot of kids would have seen it like that. They're like, do you grown all the time? But I'm like, but okay. So on the flip side of that, sometimes I'll be thinking that that certain parents, and usually it's men because they're the providers. Sometimes I use that as an escape to get away from the regularity of oh God. parenting. Oh God. I know. I, I, I had a dude the other day tell me this right here the other day. Like, I right, so I have a friend, and he's he was great at sports. Great at sports. Talking about, you know, post go to the league type thing. He, like, yeah. he called me and told me, he was like, hey, man. He said, man, your, your nephew sucks at uh, sports. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no. I was like, what? He was like, Oh, my son is my son is terrible, bro. Like what? He is his mom's child all day. Like real child. He looks oh, like me. He's like he looks like me, but hey. All day <laughs> athleticism came from his mom. He's gonna be book smart. And I was like, damn, he was like and he asked me, he was like, I now have to find ways to like, you know, like to enjoy time with my kid because he said, I like football. My son don't like football. He like, man, bro, he's like, hell no. Nah. Like what? Like literally, my he said, I I told my son about football, and he was just looked at me like, "Bro, you want me to go out here and do what?" Like, oh, no, my nigga, I know like, it's like him as a dad. But he's like, "Damn, bro!" But it's like, it, it ain't like like he was like, "Hey, dad, I wanna like I wanna play sports. I can go in there and play Fortnite." He was like, "No, nah, dad, I wanna go read this book. Oh, let's go to the library." He's like, "Damn!" So he's like, "Ah." Oh. He's like, "You can't." Like, what? Do, he's like, "Bro, what do I do? Like, what do I do?" <laughs> There's nothing you can do. I said, you gotta go to the he library. He's like, yeah, like, he, like, he said, he loves to read, dude. Loves to read. Be reading books. I think he should not read, but you know, <laughs> I, it's like hard to tell a kid not to read a book well, about science. Make him proud academically. Yeah, he said, oh God, he said, my, somewhere with his education. He's like, real talk. He said, in the fifth grade now, bro. He said, like, real talk. He's got uh, A's on everything. He said, I know. He said, then he said, when I seen that. I knew for a fact that he's his mom's child. He said, bro, you know me? I was dumb as shit. Like, <laughs> I, he said, without sports, I wouldn't have graduated. But he said, him? I was like, damn. He's like, I was like, he's like, yeah, bro. So he was like, is my, he said he know his son wanted to do something that his dad liked. So he said, he, he said his son did basketball. He said, went to the game, bro. I like, what's up? He's like, high quality trash. My son is, my son sucks. <laughs> I was <laughs> He said, "My son didn't know what the fuck to do." <laughs> That's hilarious. He was like, "My son trash, bro. It's okay." I told, I literally told him after the game, bro. If you want to quit, bro, 
you ain't got. I, I won't be. He said. He's like, I ain't mad at you, my man. He said, real talk. Like we'll go to the library. I will rent and get you every book in there. <laughs> like, cause this ain't your thing. This ain't your thing. This ain't your thing. He like my daughter good at softball though, bro. I was like, see, look, you, you got one. You got one. <laughs> You got a lawyer. You probably got. A, I see. You probably got an astrophysicist and an and and athlete in there. He's like, yeah, real talk. Cause he's always trying to read about you know space. I'm like, yeah, oh, okay. Your kids will be. They'll be great in other ways. Like Aaliyah, she's not just the best singer. She can carry a tune, but she can't sing like her mama. You know, real talk. But she look, can carry it to me, you know. Look, what I'm, saying? I'm gonna but tell you she, this right here. But she's that, an awesome dancer. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna stop you there. I'm gonna stop you there. Right. I'm gonna stop you right there because look, I have yet to find a kid that has a singing parent that can sing. Really, like if they can sing. I, I'm, but look, though, I'm gonna tell you though, if they can sing, they're socially awkward, so they don't do it anyway. You're right, right. right. So it's some, it's so it, it never, it, it never comes well, out. Parents can sing. Sometimes the kid will surprise them and be like a songbird. Yeah, and then you know, yeah, then okay. then, I, then you get a Marvin Gaye situation. So, <laughs> like that. So I don't, I don't really, I, I feel like it, when it comes down to singing, when it comes down to times like singing and stuff like that, I feel like it should just be like, I feel like God should just give a one to one, one each family, just one. Don't. Don't give so two. I guess I'm the one. Guess I'm the one. Yeah, like give, give give it out to one. Real talk. Yeah. Because I was I was so like down the line. I have another cousin that sings beautifully. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. like all my other family can't sing and can't can't carry no tunes. Like, I was telling I was telling my wife that I was like, you know, like I, I always think back. I was just like, man, you know, like Marvin Gaye, daddy was, you know, he was a musician. His son became a musician. His son became better than daddy. I was like. You know, literally, if Daddy would just done something else, he'd still be alive. Like I feel like if Daddy would have just been like a railroad worker, done anything else, but been <laughs> he was, bro. Like who? I was like, bro. I was like, bro. You, you. If you really think about it, though, I was like, you think about it. Give him, give him something else. Give me God. You could have gave that man anything else and just left Marvin Gaye the same. You know. Still came up one of the greatest singers of our, uh, our of ever, and we were like, you know, I was like, man, he could have just been, you know, paper man, the milkman, anybody. Like, I, I, he could have just like real talk, like real okay, talk. So stick, okay, so stick a pin in that. Have you heard the rumors of Whitney Houston's mom not being sissy? Have you heard that? I don't know. They got this thing going around on TikTok. No, no. We talking about Whitney Houston. I'm gonna say what we were talking about at, at work the other day. We were we brung her up. And I was so telling you have heard it. And I have heard parts of that. They brung that up, and then like it broke my heart because I was like, this whole this woman's whole life been a lie. <laughs> and she don't even get to know it. And she don't even know it. She dead now. Can't can't resurrect nothing. Nothing for her to for her to do better in life or nothing. But like from day one, it's just been nothing but lies from a girl. Just like I was, I was telling, just like we were talking about it because I was, it was me and my uh, it was me and a friend talking about it, and I was like, you know that song, uh, you have nothing. Her sister used to own part of that song. I'm talking about it. like Whitney was like, you know what? I'm just get, instead of giving you money all the time, I'm just give you a piece of my you know a piece of my wealth, and you just eat off that until like you know. The crumb. And I was like, for her to take all those pictures and put it in the tabloids that time. Because I was right. like, I was like, you got you literally because we were naming off the, the worst family members at work one time. We were naming off the worst family members in history. I told I said, oh, yeah. she had some horrible family members. I, 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 
Because I was like, her sister is number one. I said, after that, Marvin Gaye's daddy. I was like, you guys are like the two top worst family members. And then you got Jada Pickett Smith, who is yeah. a horrible wife. Too. Like, the, the, the worst wife ever. The worst wife ever. Like, because this is the thing about her. Like, I told somebody, I said, I'm not mad at Jada for telling her, like, for not being in, like, for not for not being the love that fucking J. Cole uh, sung about. I was like, I was pissed that you went and told the fucking world. This man looks like the biggest fucking dumbass to us. Like, literally, he's like the dumbest person in black uh, in, in the black community right now. He like every conversation you can go to anybody's I house mean, right now and you yell given, out, "It's giving Trump vibes." Like real like, talk. Like, like, any, and I'm so disgusted because I was a very big Will Smith fan. Like, I don't even want to watch his movies no more. I'm so disgusted. Like real and talk. The only reason either. I was because I, I, you know, like the memes been killing me though. Because like it wasn't a meme that is real true. I was telling everybody, I was like. You know, like I told a couple of people, I said a lot of people don't understand this about the black. We didn't bump Will Smith's music. <laughs> I had to let everybody know that I was like, cause, like people were upset at oh, us. I, I was like, liked Will Smith. I, I liked his music because it was clean and it was, okay. you know, it was Nobody, fun. No, it was giddy because no, no, I was no, one no. of those good kids. I'm gonna let y'all know something. She was. We was not getting jiggy with in Loretta's house. <laughs> We were not. We were not. We were not going to Miami. We were like, nigga, we love Mike Larry. That's what that, that's in my day. You're like what, ten years younger than yeah. me? Yeah. So like or a little bit more. Yeah. So that was back in my day, and I loved it. No, Thank you very much. No, I'm telling you, we were not getting jiggy within Loretta's house at any era. I was like, because like I literally. Cause me and my brother was sitting. I was like, "Bro, we have, have you ever literally just listened to the whole song?" He was like, "Fuck no." He said, "Literally every time that song on turned on, I probably either left the." He said, "I've been in department stores and played that shit. And I leave. I don't even want to buy nothing here no more." Y'all getting jiggy with it in here? Like what the hell? All right, all right, all right. Well, Miami. Or, oh, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna tell you one song. I'm, look, but I'm gonna tell you one song that baby played in the whole black community of his, and that was summertime. And that was just because no, 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 I, that was it. And I feel like that was it because like we understood how is that one part where he talked about how hot it is. And I feel like every black person felt that it was just like, yeah, it, 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 it hot, nigga. Woo. He explained it to the T. That was hot. And I was just like, I feel like that was it. I said, I said in the black community to us, I said, we didn't call him Will Smith. We called that nigga Mike Larry. Like we that's the that's that's <laughs> That's the nigga that we was definitely right, right. <laughs> that's right. that's who we were talking about. We were talking about Will Smith. Like ah. I said, white people watch Fresh. Prince. I said a lot of people we and like yeah, we watch Fresh Prince. That, that was it. <laughs> I said, and I was a Fresh Prince fan. I was. I loved his music. I loved his show. I loved his movies. Most movies. I was a very diehard fan for him. I was. That, that's, so that's, I was very disappointed with all of this. Yeah. I, like I, I get to talking about movies sometimes, and that was like, oh, I don't, there's only one movie about Will Smith that I didn't like. I forget, I get every time I think about, it, I forget the name, but he played the gay dude in it. And the gay, and I was just uh, like, oh. Six Degrees of Separation. Yep, there we go. Everybody knows. Very like, first real act scripted movie theater movie. That I was, was like, first. I was like, ooh. Which was questionable because why are you playing that? Like, and there everybody got like, all these rumors going around that you get down like that. You know like, what I'm saying? Come on, man. Didn't this go down? I'm like, ah, you making that 
I wonder how Joyner Lucas feels, the guy that made the whole song about Will yeah. as a role model. Yeah, like, I wonder how know. he feels because that was a hard song. It was like, damn, it was like, super hard and it, was, it played like all over for a while. And then I think they even did like a remix to it and yeah, Will yeah. was on the track. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, so now how, how do you feel now? I'm just like, damn. I was like, right, right. It's like, I want to do an interview with him and be like, so how do you feel? How do you feel? Your role model out here just getting... making this dude an idol and he's like a joke. Like, he's the biggest joke. Like, he, like Jada, <laughs> like... Man. And then I feel like, okay, he wrote his book and now she has to come out with one. It's like she always tries to like top him and it gets on my nerves. All right, just like I'm gonna tell you, like the most, uh, like the most, like when I, uh, when I just really, I, I recently just started hating this woman. Like it, it's not, it's not like an overtime <laughs> thing. Like Jada was, like you know, Stony was my nigga. Right, <laughs> and that was my nigga. Like Stony was my nigga. Who didn't love that movie? Like so, look, my part what got me was when he tells that story on the red tape about her 40th uh, birthday party, and yeah, and she said that she didn't like. I'm like, bro. Well, this nigga had, I like. Yes. I like. He had Maroon Five come sing at your birthday. He had Stevie One. Like, like, I think that that's where. But I think that that's where they went wrong. Jada needed some kind of outlet to make herself feel better, so she does this red table talk, and that's fine and that's great. But when you get on a platform, you got to tell your truth. And she wasn't. They weren't. They both were not telling their truth in their marriage, in their lifestyles. Nothing, and then all of a sudden, August Alcina said, "Forget this, y'all not gonna uh, play me." I'm telling everything. Margot Robbie <laughs> said, "Margot Robbie did the uh, she did the realest thing up." She's like, "I ain't selling shit." She said, "Real talk." I don't, like literally, yeah. when they got to making up that about her, she literally went on. She went. I think she put. She said, "I uh, I don't know on something," and everybody was just like, "Oh, okay, well." Yeah, like that was she, I don't know what you're talking about. Like uh, Barbie's coming yeah. out in a couple months. <laughs> I don't know oh. what you're talking about, but Barbie comes out here in a couple months. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying is that the platform. It's you know, I mean, and don't get me wrong, she had a platform before that, but she she made a literal platform for herself and went on there and told straight up lies, mm-hmm. or did or fabricated and embellished a little bit. To the point where somebody had to expose you. That's my thing. Like wherever you are, platform or not, or whatever you're doing, just like with you and this whole podcast thing, just tell your truth, live your truth, because you don't want anybody exposing it. Nobody can tell your story better than you, and that's where she went wrong. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, nah, bro. Algo's like, no. Nah. Just expose it and get it out there. Hey, hey. I feel like they should have. I feel like with all of them, with with him exposing how horrible of a wife she was in that moment, that that some other conversation should have been had, and then she wouldn't have had to take herself to the red table. No, real talk. Because I was just in the thing, thing about this. I was like, my grandma having this conversation. She was like, she was telling me about. She's like, you know, if, if you become big on this, and I was just like, I was like, you know, like I said, like anything that I do, I would tell y'all first. I would tell everybody first, just so like you can control the way it gets out. Like if you hit it yeah. for if I if I hit you before TMZ does, yeah, TMZ, I, I, you, like the TMZ post is just it's useless now. It's like ah, darn it, yeah, too late, yeah. yeah. But then, uh, you know, it's certain people like like with the Russell Brand thing. I was like Russell, he can't do that in that, in that, in that, at, a, at a, in his situation. I was like, yeah, you just kept telling us that you don't know. I don't know what this woman's talking about. Then you go on to say, hey. Well, it's, it didn't go down like that. Now we don't know what to believe from you, man. Because you, you first off went off with, I don't know this woman. Yeah. Now you're yeah. going to, it didn't happen that yeah. way. 
Okay, now yeah. see, bro. Now she would have told us from the jump. Hey, this happens. I know this woman. We did do this, but it didn't happen like that. Exactly. Now, and yeah. and it's and it's rough and it's tough. I told somebody this not so long ago. They had an exposure moment. Somebody got mad at them. Told all their business on social media, and she and she was just like. Um, well, I ain't shamed, but I'm thinking to myself, like, baby, if you weren't shamed, you would have went out ahead and just owned it. You see what I'm saying? So you got to just go ahead and own whatever it is, whatever the problem is. It's just like, you know, like me with my mother and like, I never, I never dreamed of being a mother. Mm-hmm. It just happened. I- and I own that I fumbled a lot. Like I was mom. telling people the other day because me, when me and you both shared that uh that that video of Denzel Washington that scene on the fence when he told his yeah. wife like my partner told me he's like bro he said I know a lot of women gonna see that and be mad but hey that man went he went home and did with I I know a lot of dudes they've been like fuck that I'm man fuck that baby bro that she's your ass baby home, bro. he was sick he was sick and he was tired and he was unhappy he was just he had to tell he was like bro he said I can go over there and I can have I can kick my shoes off I can laugh till my belly hurt when he said I was like ooh damn I'm, I'm gonna tell you this also as a mom I chose to be single and I'll put this out there since I'm on this platform tonight. I chose to be single. My my baby father, he proposed to me when Leah was six years old. And he talked about marriage for years, but by the time he proposed, I was over it. Like, our relationship was over. There was so much crap that went on between us that by that time, I was dating other people. He was dating other people. And the way he proposed was just so crappy. Like, it was just like, we ain't got to get married today. You know, I know you're living your life. I'm living mine. But, you know, we could just start planning towards it. And it was just, it was just really like a crappy proposal. And I was mad. I was more mad about it than excited. And the only other I feel thing like, I feel like think, I feel like just hearing the that part. The only thing that made me think that I might want to marry him was because the ring was gorgeous. That was it. Mm. It wasn't about him. It wasn't about being happy. And, and a little bit of a thought was Aaliyah would have both her parents. I feel like I was a better mom single than I would have been married to him because I would have wanted to hurt dude like every day because he was a very passive aggressive person. Like he always wanted to like talk around issues, never own them, never be accountable. Mm-hmm. I can't be married to nobody like that. I will hurt you. Like, no. So sometimes I feel like I passed up my one and only moment to, you know, live that wife life or whatever. But you know what? I got so much more peace out of it because me and my kid were, are good. You know what I'm saying? And then I know me. I probably would have been ha- unhappy and I probably would have cheated on dude, just being honest. And there's no no telling what kind of drama would have brought for that in regards to us divorcing and getting custody of the kid. You know, it just probably would have been like more of a headache than it was worse. Because I feel like we probably would have stayed married no more than maybe four or five years, if even that long. And I was telling, I was telling, I was telling we another part we were talking about. I was like, man, you know, I was like, I tell dudes all the time, I was like, bro, like, if you're going to cheat, don't get married. Don't do it. Just don't do it. Don't, if you feel like you're gonna be unhappy, th- but the sad thing, Jaquari, people do it all the time. I swear to God, they, they do, do it. They get married. They know they're not happy, or they stay in it for kids or other purposes, financial stability, whatever, and then they cheat, and then that, and then I somebody know, finds out, and then it's a big dramatic fest. She ever heard a woman say that? Hey, I'm staying with this woman. I'm staying with him because you know I want my kids to see mom and daddy together. We're going like, like literally, like. 
She gave if I had never seen the if I have never seen words cross the woman's eyes before, but in her eyes you heard fuck them kids. Like girls, you like what? <laughs> you finna stay unhappy. My grandma said yeah. I, my grandma said I did that my first marriage of course. She said I learned my lesson. She said I'm not staying. She's like, forget this. Like yeah. I feel like she was like, I knew in my heart that your uncle knew would rather me be happy and us yeah. not see these niggas. Know- and you know what's even more scary is that nowadays people that you never would have thought are getting divorced. Oh God! In the public eye, no, um, and, and just regular people that you know, yeah, it's over with. I mean, listen, looking at that, I was like, damn, bro, like you was really, but then like, I know like people say this shit all the time too. They like, well, you shouldn't be this shallow. But I don't feel like I'm shallow. I don't give a damn. You can you say I'm shallow, whatever. But some people go like. Oh, Jacory, uh, you know, looks shouldn't matter. They should. They should. They fucking shouldn't. But my God. I see some people that be getting married. Say, I know, I know you're not happy. It's there's no way that you're looking at us with our sexy wives. I'm just saying though, I'm just saying there's no way that you go home. I'm just saying there's no unless that is something that you just physically like. Like we was all having this conversation one me and a couple of buddies on the phone. Cause I was like, I take my wife out, he take his. I said, like, we we got we us three, we had we, like we started, we got some good looking women beside us. I got my wife, and you know, and I was like, then we got this other partner. I was like, what buddy gonna do? <laughs> like, I'm sorry, like um my wife got the shit, she got all the shit in the right places where you're shaped like a Dorito and I don't want to be the person to be like, you know what? Like, like real talk, like real big linebacker shoulders. I'm like, bro, it's no what? way. Oh, you are crazy. Like, I, I'll be like, man, these dudes like, I understand that they be telling me, I'm like, cool, you know, this stuff doesn't matter to everybody. I'm like, it's, it, it doesn't. It doesn't. Man. I was like, but then I sit there and think, I was like, you know, that's probably why they go to Walmart and shit all the time. <laughs> you know, look, I, they look at other people. Like real talk, I was like, you always see them couples in Walmart. <laughs> oh yeah, you know. The couples. Yeah, you always see them in Walmart. Our couples, they, that's their that's their place. Walmart. Our couples. You gotta, you gotta go to Walmart. I love Walmart too, but like I'm talking about like this is a this is a certain section I go to in Walmart. I go straight to electronics, like any other guy. Yeah, I go right. straight to electronics. I, I'm talking about you people that hit every aisle when you go there. <laughs> You hit you hit every aisle over there in the pharmacy, every aisle in uh, the auto care, every aisle in the uh, in home department. And then you the people I'm talking about. Y'all go to Walmart for real. Y'all keep <laughs> y'all keep the lights on in that place. I'm just like, man. It was just like, what would I? I'm like, bro. Like we all just if we all talked about going on a trip, like would we invite buddy? Or we would just be like, all right, we just gonna go to Colorado because of where everybody can keep clothes on. <laughs> we can't go to Miami. We can't go to Miami because you know, because she wouldn't look right in a swimsuit. Uh, yeah, I was like, bro, like, come on now. You are crazy. I mean, but like, but it's like, it's like you gotta have them conversations. Like real talk, I be, I you know, I be secret. Trying not, to- I don't, I don't think that in a in a real relationship or in a marriage that looks matter. If you really love somebody, I don't because I have seen people marry people that you would think, no. But this is this is crazy thing though. We had me and the same guy. We have a conversation. We was like, I said, well, who? I said, who's the happiest couple? Like y'all physically know? 
They named out their happy couple. They named, I named it off mine. I got they ugly as fuck. He went, no. I'm like, thank you. So that did matter at some point, at least the way they carried themselves. Like, yeah. You carry yourself. Like, I'm not talking about like you just ugly just because you shaped like a Dorito. Like, you even carry yourself like a chip. <laughs> you carry yourself like a chip. Like you, you carry, like you carry yourself like a chip. Like I was like, bro, like what? I will, I will say in regards to looks or whatever. Like I have, I have gone through a, a depressive state because whenever I found out that I had lupus, I've had like hair loss and you know spots on my face, and it's all due to the breakouts of what my lupus is doing to my body. See, that's, but, but look, 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 look. See, us in the real world will respect <laughs> you. Because you have a condition. <laughs> These people are just don't give a fuck. People like and, and and let's also say I didn't look like that the majority of my life. Yeah, like, I was just... born with hair, and I was born with a certain type of look, and I took care of myself, and I was a skinny girl, and you know what I'm saying. And uh, people hated hated me for it, but you I, can, I but you you myself. you carry yourself like a Dorito. <laughs> I was like, bro, like man, I ain't even fin no. Bro, we ain't gonna do this. <laughs> we just keep planning and never do it. The plan, the plan itself is even, you know, refreshing, you know. So forget it. But I'm just like, man, you know, like, I don't know, just having that conversation with certain dudes, like, even like they be like, man, you know, you shouldn't be that shallow. I'm like, man, I ain't. I don't know. I don't I don't think that being physically attracted to your person is being shallow at all. Uh, talk. I don't at all. I mean, it's because right. you have to want to look at that person and be with that person forever, forever because marriage is supposed to be forever. That's, right. that's what it's biblically supposed to be. Yeah. So if you just with a person for a temporary purpose, then that don't need to be your perfect person. Yeah, because I was like, bro, like, I always just think about this, like, we're going to be looking at, like, I know black don't crack. In my family, like it really don't. Like, bro, like the black dudes in my family that got old, that they, they made it to their old age, because most of them do. Like my grandpa, he made it to his eighties. Everybody made, it, you know, they made it to the old ages. They were yeah. grown, they look good. Old people. Where I look, you know, like my homeboy, he was telling me, he's like, damn, bro. He's like, you know, so my family got to looking like, you know, real, real deal, like lithers out here. And I was like, shit. <laughs> Yeah, we ain't got that. We ain't like. I said, well, I'm good. I'm good. My grandma said, I said, my grandma has 70. She still look good. I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> only thing that I told him, like, me and my father was all talking about that getting old thing. I said, only thing I'm so glad about, I said, my daddy, when he died, he was in his 60s. He had a ponytail. So I was like, okay, I'm good on the hair thing. I ain't got to worry about going bald and trying to, <laughs> trying, to get a, trying to get my Rick Ross on and get my beard to game right. I ain't got to worry about that. I'm glad that I, I didn't have to. I didn't have that to have to worry about. I was like, I ain't got to worry about the beard. Right, I ain't right. got to worry about that. I said, Daddy got a, I said, my dad had a ponytail. Forgive me, that train is super loud. Oh, we all know about that. Look, I know you got to hear that train. I know the, I know that time. As an ex-thief, he's breaking folks out. I know all, them, uh, all the train times. Yeah. <laughs> 7 o'clock. You got one at 7.43, so you're going to get another one around 11.30. No, you don't know all the train times. Yes, I do. <laughs> and the best time to kick somebody dough in because yeah, you can they can't hear shit. You don't think it was train? Oh lord! Nobody gonna hear that. You are crazy. Yeah. And no. 
But uh, yeah, like I used to be like, I don't know. I ain't never said I was shallow about that. You know, I ain't gonna say I ain't undated. I dated every pretty woman in the world, but I don't know, man. I know a lot of one. I know a lot of. I think I think you want to look at something that's worth looking at. You know, for umpteen years of your life for sure. Like real talk. So I think that I think that matters for. Like, yo, I ain't gonna sit there and hound nobody, you know, dating ugly Suzanne. You, know, you like Suzanne? Suzanne likes you? I don't, Suzanne? I don't know, you know, I ain't never met a small Suzanne, so that's why I always did. That's why I always did Suzanne. <laughs> Suzanne, a big girl name. <laughs> you know what? You might be right. I don't know if I know a, a small uh, Suzanne. Real talk. Like, there, like matter of fact, there is a woman I know. And she is chunky, and she is a Su- Susan. No, she's a Susan, not a Suzanne, but she's a Susan. Susan, Suzanne, either one, they big. <laughs> it's like, it's like it's, it, it goes right into like Jillian. Jillian, I ain't never met a small one. When you you know Jillian coming, Jillian eats. Oh my god! Real talk. You are horrible. Real horrible. Talk. Your grandma named Bertha. She's the big lady. Real talk. I'm let you know. It's like certain, it's, it's certain, it's certain names. Certain names. It's certain right. names. Yeah, I'm telling you, they gave them straight to big people. I was like, dang, I'm glad you like. The other dude, another dude named Jacory. That nigga was small. I was like, so all right, Jacory ain't a big nigga name. <laughs> this nigga right here got a nigga pulled in a racehorse. I don't know too many Jacories. You about the only Jacory I know. Oh, for sure. I know me and another one. His mama forgot. She took out the E and he she left him with the I. My grandma was like, oh, let me be a little extra. I was like, literally, like it don't matter which if you you can take either one of those letters out my name and it's still the same. Yeah, right. And I was like, you really being extra? Like you was like, nah, I'm gonna E here. Then I was like, when my girl, I got older. My girl was like, you know, the E in your name is silent. I was like, what the fuck is it there for then? I can just start signing my name with an I and just leave it there. So you can, but like it wouldn't be a name. I was like, okay, cool, but yeah. There's some, some names, bro. Like I was just like, hey, big. You already know it. <laughs> like most of the Kellys I know, they're skinny. Yeah, like just they're like skinny. I had a, I had a, uh when I first moved up and here. Nicole's. I had a, Nicole's aren't yeah. usually big. That's my middle name, so yeah. Yeah, depending. If their first name I know I know I know a lot of fat Nicole's, but their first name's Nicole. And mine is the mine is the middle, and yeah, my daughter's I mean, is the middle, and yeah, we both like are, the middle, you know, the middle, smaller people. So the middles be smaller, but I know the first ones. His first name is Nicole. They be yeah, it's like Mar. It's like it's like Margaret. <laughs> you know, Margaret either gonna be big and short or big and small. Oh. Margaret is either gonna be Shut one of those up. though. <laughs> when you get a Margaret, it's always gonna either be big and small. I'm telling you, you get big and small or big and tall, but it's gonna be big. <laughs> it's gonna be big as the one. Oh my god, you're crazy. You know, gotta let it know. Like I told my partner, I was like, "Yeah, he got mad because I, 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 uh, how, how I profiled his aunt. He was telling me her name, and I was like, oh, yeah, she got gold teeth and gold rings.' Don't she? He's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm like what?" He's like, "I'm like, what you talking about?" He's like, "Bro, just because my grandma, my aunt's name is Jackie, don't mean she." 
I'm like, does she have gold teeth and gold rings? He said, yeah. I was like, thank you. I was like, thank you, bro. Real shit. Jackie, Black Jackie? Black Jackie got gold teeth. <laughs> she ain't got gold teeth, I'm telling you. She got every, every, she used to have gold. I'm telling you, she ain't got gold teeth. She used to have them, and she still either wear the rings. She still got the rings, though. I'm telling you, every, she, because the people that put, because I told my grandma this right here. I, I got an old picture of her. I'm like, mom, I'm like, why? And, you know, to put rings on your thumb is just like probably the stupidest shit I'd ever seen. <laughs> but my grandma used to do that. I was like, you have the rings on your thumb. You had two of them on each one. It was all right. At one point in time, my grandma had two rings on each finger. Each one of them. Each one of them. And she had a mouth, and she had and she had like four or five uh, open face gold teeth in the mouth. Oh yeah. You went right. I like you look just like at some point. My grandpa sold crack. <laughs> At some point, <laughs> and y'all were living wealthy. I like no, but I don't like. Ugh. What else have been happening on? Like so, uh, so how did uh, so did you? I, I know you see it. It probably pisses you off to even see it, but I know you seen the blue face and Krishan thing. That that right there is like I know a lot of people. They were like no. I'm tired of seeing blue face Christian. I said, no. Seeing other people bullshit just gives me, you know, like it just it just lets me know that I ain't doing nothing. I, I feel it makes it makes the wrong that I'm I feel like I'm doing not even wrong. It's the it's the same situation. Like she was a beautiful girl. Yeah, even and that, no, it's, I, and see, she is doing great for herself. See, look, that's that's the point everybody going to. I'm like, you know, I like look, I'm gonna tell you something about all good women. What do all good women like? Good niggas, they, y- y'all love us. They love us. They you love us. They're like, you know what? You are not one. Yeah, you, you gotta get you one. Like, it's like, it's hey. only cause, okay. So, like, the only exception to that rule was because I, I think I've dated like two corny guys, two goofy, corny, cornball guys. First one was Aaliyah's father. Like, he was a geek, but he he was a band geek and everything. But he like. Um, oh, so you were out with the drummer boy. That he wasn't, if that makes any sense, like uh-huh. he was trying to be everything for who he really was, uh-huh. and so that like turned me off later because I was just like, "You're faking, you're phony, and a fraud." And I would have rather rather you had just been yourself than trying to be something different. And I think he's done that all his life, trying to be somebody that's not. And then there was this other guy that I dated that was a cornball. Goosey guy, but I liked his goosiness because it was genuine. It was who he really was. But the ninety percent of the guys that I dated, good guys, and the reason I say that is because they keep it one hundred. Like all of, I mean, don't get me wrong, they lie, they cheat, they scheme. Some of them sold drugs. You know what I'm saying? But when it was all said and done, they were who they were, and you gonna get what you gonna get. You knew everything about them beforehand. You knew what you would get into. You knew. You knew. Now, one of them I didn't know, like, we started dating, and then all of a sudden, it was this drug deal crap going on, and, like, he started doing it in front of my face, but because I was trying to be, you know, submissive and be down for whatever, be that ride or die, the dumbest, I turned, the dumbest I turned thing. the cheek, you know what I'm saying, and didn't say anything, and that was the first relationship that I ever was, like, okay with him doing some sideline stuff. Because I, I, I must have really been in love. Because I was never okay with a dude 
like selling drugs and all that stuff, whatever. But I really, really loved him. And so, and, and he was supposed to marry me. He was always talking about doing it. So I was just like, well, if you're going to marry me, I'm going to have to be down. You know what I'm saying? So I was probably about 25, 26, you know, just trying to be that down chick or whatever. Something that I never really was because like, I was always. The one about, thing, like, I, the one thing I used to sit there, I, I was looking at recently was I looked at, uh, when El Chapo wife got out of jail, like I was looking at the comments and that, you know, like, oh man, you know, I couldn't be that woman. I was like, y'all gotta sit there and look at it though. He didn't let her see nothing and he was giving her millions of dollars every day. So I'd probably just just being just being honest with y'all, I'd have probably done the same shit. <laughs> Like millions, like think about this. Like she used to go do crazy stuff. Like she'd go, you know, buy like uh, she'd go to neighborhoods. I'm talking about like in Mexico and fill it, like fill up everybody's refrigerator and stuff, like stuff like that. But I'm just saying though, to sit there and wake up, like I know we can't sit here. I know Christian folks out here right now struggling with money right now, and they would probably sit there and think about it again. They'd be like, "Mm." yeah, right, bruh. She's worth almost a billion dollars and she didn't do anything. I'm like, man, like, think about it, bro. Like, I ain't sitting there telling nobody to sell their soul, but if the right man came along and he just did something, you know, selectively stupid. That's what I call <laughs> dealing drugs. I, di- I call dealing drugs selectively stupid because, you know, some people, you know, they make money. And then, like, people are like, oh, man, you go out there and get a real job. Yeah, I'm going to ask you something. Mentally, a drug dealer cannot go out and get a real job. Because mentally, this man has been making five to $600 every 45 minutes where you've been clocking that in on a weekly basis. Right. So, like, make that mental, like, make, to make that mental jump, it's like, man, hell no. No, no. <laughs> No, bro, that's a lot of stuff you got to sit there and think about, like somebody going, you know what? I'm just not going to do this. I dated one that I felt like he couldn't, he couldn't let the streets go, like he's married to the streets. That was another one, and I was just was like, nah, I'm not doing this. Yeah, like, 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 but he could like, not let the streets go. And he, he did eventually get end up getting, like a, I think, a legit truck driving job, but I still was very, very lenient. To like being with him because I was like, he's still not gonna stop doing what he's doing. He just do it low key now because he got the legit business, you know. He told me he said, "Man, look," he said, "Bro, my mama used to clean. My mama used to clean fucking hotel rooms. My daddy used to be the garbage man." I was like, "He said, you know how much my daddy made a year?" I said. Probably twenty four thousand dollars a year. He said less than that, sixteen. I'm like, shh, fuck. He said, when my daddy wow. died, bro. He's on retirement and everything, but he was like, bro, when he when he retired, he was making thirty thousand dollars a year. I was like, damn. Wow. He said, man, I made that last month. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but. You got to really sit there and think. Like I tell people, that's the part you got to think about. It's the mathematics in it. Like, you know, some people I was sitting, like, you know, was sitting in a cell for a couple of years just so they can make a couple hundred thousand dollars. Which, in some aspects, that's why I call it selective stupid. It's only selectively stupid to me because, like, 
right. Say, for instance, I did make two bills. Say, for instance, I made $2 million off selling drugs. They say to Jacore, you got to go to jail for six years. I will happily do that six years with a smile on my fucking face, knowing that I'm going to get out to this money. And you got money set up. Yeah, yep. like I would yep. be, I'm, I'm going to be happy. I'm, I'm going to be good to do this. This is going to be fine and dandy. Be like nothing. Nothing. <laughs> I'm like six years. All right, six years. I can cut that. Then, like with Arkansas's uh, shit, they got so many different programs you can do now. I can cut that six years down to three quickly. Correct. I can cut it down quickly because they're not trying to like I seen that. I, I really do respect Arkansas for doing that now. That they really not trying to lock niggas up for drugs no more. They more after you pedophiles niggas, which they should. They should have been at the first point. Like I'm like that's who y'all should have been going out of in the first place. But we ain't gonna talk about that. Right. It's like the fact that a teacher raping some kids get 10 years to a man with a couple ounces of meth. Like, I understand that the meth is going to kill someone, but the person is choosing to do this. That little yeah, kid anything you doing to kids, you need yeah, to be dead for that. Uh, on God, like Period. real talk, this kid, this, kid didn't, this kid didn't do that. But you out here exactly. giving like, like, I was like, bro, yeah. like, I was, I, it, it, mentally, that doesn't, that doesn't feel right to me. I was like, bro, like, a dude getting all this time yeah, for a choice that another person is going to make on buying it from him. I don't even feel like yeah. drug dealers should go to jail. I feel like they, I, I just feel like you should give them a... If you're going to do anything such as punish them, I feel like community service would be... I feel like that would hurt a motherfucker more than anything such as selling drugs. Yeah. They'd be like, alright, you know, like, this nigga just gave me 15000 I mean, $1,500 of community service. I'm like, no. But, like, then this dude right here, he untouched three kids. You just gave this man five years? Yeah, then, because, they, because they don't be trying to um, make that stuff be bad. You know how they trying to do in the political world? How they trying to make it seem normal for pedophiles to just walk around like normal people? Yeah, and they don't get they don't get the um. I feel like it's too like I, like see, like we were talking about the registry thing because I was selling the part of this. He got kind of upset about it because I guess you know his mama or sister one of these type of women. I feel like that women that lie on men about that shit. I lie and say, hey, this man beats me. You know, make that man a terrible person in the eye of everyone. Then we figure out that she's a liar. I feel like she should have to register like a fucking pedophile. Like, she should have to register. And like, because she's not going to, because those women and those men don't stop doing that. They just go into the next relationship and hurt the next motherfucker. As soon exactly. as, as soon as their shit don't go right. You know what? I blame that on a man because I feel like you don't want to grind me Depending though, depending. Sometimes we try to. Sometimes y'all cover that shit up. We're talking about your bipolar, and you know it was my mama's fault. And then you, you hit me with that. Oh, uh, you know the the like some women hit everybody with the dad. Like no, you know that you have dad issues. Don't treat me like shit. Right. But like if you, but like the women that sitting out here, I'm talking about lying on dudes. I'm talking about getting these dudes locked up and everything. Talking about this dude put his like cause when them dudes go to prison, bro. They got a statute on their back that they know they. They got to fight. They fighting every day. Yep. They fighting every day. Yep. And it's all because of lying. You know, it don't matter to, to the brothers in the prison system. They, they don't care that she lied on you. Exactly. Because the pedophiles and the women beaters and, and abusers and rapists, they get it worse when they go to jail. Oh, God. They're not, they not surviving. They not be guilty. Mm-hmm. But because you came in there with that on your back, 
Them men gonna give you a run for your money. Trying to fight every day, every day. It's like it was this dude I was reading up on. He had went to prison for statutory rape. Like he was eighteen and she was like sixteen. But her, it, she wasn't her pressing the issue. It was her mom and daddy. I like on cases like that. Why I don't even feel like prison should even be a uh, even an option. It's crazy that you're talking about that because I know somebody that went through that. Like he was eighteen, she was fifteen or sixteen. He was black, she was white. Um, her parents were like school officials. I think her dad was a coach. Or, Something to that effect, and I think him and his homeboy like ran a train on this girl. Uh, she was willing and, and, and you know ready to do it, and then when it all came down to it, she cried right because her parents wanted her to say that because they were upset that she was messing with these black kids. <laughs> it's like a bunch, like I looked it up. It's a bunch of black dudes in man. From Arkansas to Missouri to Mississippi to Alabama, it had a bunch of black dudes locked up for some BS just like that. Yep. It's like, this, dude got, this dude got to carry that on his back like forever because of that one lie. And it was all because he was just trying to seek pleasure. You know, I mean, as we all do. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all have our moments where we just want to seek that 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 standard quick pleasure and then it can change the whole concept of your life for forever. Oh. You know, and I'm not going to say that it was just because the woman was white that he went that way, but I'm, I'm sure it probably didn't make it better because it just depends on if the parents are racist or not. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they didn't because they wanted their little girl to still have this, you know, um, good girl image or whatever and she was really giving it out. You know, it's like we have me and my wife. We have this conversation all the time because she uh she'll read and uh watch the little 2020 show, and then you know, they had the one on there about the girl that takes a boyfriend to kill himself, and he did it, and she ended up going to prison for it. I'm like, I don't feel like she like that's still a conversation with me. I'm like, bro, I don't feel like she should go to prison for that. Do I feel like something should happen to her? Yes, but. She she had to go to prison. Dang, for she texted him to kill himself and he did it. Yeah, he did it. He went and did it, and they said that without her text message, he wouldn't have done it. Oh please, he probably was thinking about it already. He had to have had some mental issues for real. Uh, yeah, that anybody part. that just goes to the to the extreme like that, he wanted to die. Period. And that didn't take nobody. That was just that one thing that took him over the edge. Because when you want to die like that, you just gonna go out here and do it. But that was just the one thing that, that people probably tried to blame it on. Yeah, but like she, you know, I'm she like, like I'm like, bro, like she went oh, to prison. And, and speaking of, and I hate to say this because I adore that girl, but the Chesley Chris girl that ended up killing herself, she, you know, she was the beauty queen. She's a beautiful black girl. Uh-huh. Um, lived in New York. She was a social media. You talking about the um, one? This, this is the girl that jumped out. She the was plane. the yes, yeah, she was Miss USA, I think. Uh huh. She jumped off her her own balcony and she before she died, before she decided to commit suicide, she had already battled mental health issues, which is what I'm saying in regards to this guy. He obviously probably already had mental health issues. Number one, Mm -hmm. she already had tried to commit suicide years before that. And everybody kind of just I mean, she got help and she sought help, 
But sometimes when you've already done it once, sometimes it'll come back around again. That depression will come back around again. Um, COVID was real bad at that time. And I just think the walls was closing in on her and she just, you know, gave up. But before that, she was fighting back and forth with the trolls on faith on like social media, telling her to kill herself because of her accomplishments in life. And she was 30 years old. She wasn't married, didn't have any kids. She felt like she wasn't going to ever have that. So she just felt like if she didn't have that, then her life was over and she had done everything that she wanted to do. Like, I was telling somebody the other day, and whatever else. I was telling somebody the other day that was talking about how like women like look up to like such as people say like Rihanna, the Kardashians and people like that. I was like, bro, have you ever went on there and read the comments? I was like, bro, the shit they be saying about like, I understand like if you don't like that woman as a person, but to go after somebody's kids. Yes. That shit That's just what be I'm saying. Like, like, I like if she wouldn't have trolled those messages so much, she probably wouldn't have been able to put herself in a dark place, but she entertained the mm-hmm. comments too much. Okay. That's what I be telling my daughter. Like, no matter what you post, don't go back through there and read all them comments or whatever, all because right, if people bro. are being hateful, that's going to get in your brain. And why people would sit up there and say that to somebody, I have no idea. I feel like that's the other person's problem, because why would you go tell somebody to kill themselves? You don't know that person's mindset. That's crazy. What's that person going through? Yes. But I feel like if you already want to die, sometimes that's all it's going to take. Mm-hmm. It's for somebody to just push your buttons and say, mm-hmm. well, God don't kill yourself because it make it seem like you don't matter. The only thing I hate about that, that suicide stuff is that you're leaving behind people that really did love you. It's like you didn't think about anybody that did love you, that did have your back. You let complete strangers paint a scenario for your life that don't have nothing to do with you. Like her mom, if she couldn't live for nobody else, she should have at least tried to push through for her mom. They had a, they had a great relationship. But I understand that when you're in a dark place, in dark that's place. it. You're in that hole, you don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah. And nobody's going to matter. All that matters is that you feel bad and you don't want to be there no more. That's the sad part. So, and I can say that from experience that my faith has been the thing that's kept me from saying deuces. You know what I'm saying? Because I've gotten in dark holes before too. So I know what I'm talking about. But I've had to dig and pray and scratch and scream my way out. Uh, And my kid matters a lot to me. And I wouldn't want her to give up later because I gave up. Mine be more like I look at my nieces and nephews, I look at my wife. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want them to be like, you know, like, damn. Like, he really did things like this. And like, yeah. he, did, and, you know, he really went out and did this. I'm like, no, nah, I can't leave nobody like that. Exactly. Because then you got all this legacy of people that's following behind you. Like, dang, they gave up. So let me go ahead and dip out, too. Yeah. It's like it's like Whitney and Bobby Christina. Had she not given up on her life, maybe her daughter would still be here. Mm-hmm. You never know. So... No, no. That's just the way I think about stuff. Right. Today, y'all, this has been good. Sunday. This has been podcast, <laughs> man. You know, y'all see, y'all will hear more from Kelly. <laughs> y'all will. I'm telling y'all. It's been yeah. awesome, bro. See? Thanks for putting me in. 
And y'all, she was so nervous. I told her she was going to do good. I told her. I told her she's going to do fine. It's easy. It's oh, yeah, when easy. you talk about normal stuff, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you know, you should when you get talking about, you know, conspiracy theories and all that. I can't wait to bring them folks off. You know, they can, I can let them do it by themselves. You can just talk by yourself, bro. Real talk. Real talk. You got to have that laugh. And this is all about laughs. We got It's all about bringing good energy and laughs. Absolutely. Depending on what the fuck you're doing to me. <laughs> you piss me off. This could be a whole episode about all the bullshit that you got in your closet that you think I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's so, right. Keep it under. Keep it a buck. I'm telling. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. Just, I just tell folks all the time. Just leave me alone. Let me. That's let me right. Be. I don't bother nobody. I'm going my way. But hey, y'all. This has been good Monday. You know, this has been good Sunday. Good Sunday. Good Sunday with me and my sister Kelly. All right, peace out. Peace out. I love you, bro. Hello.